Welcome. This is Anastasia Glova bringing you the Cato Daily Podcast. Be sure to log on to our website, www.cato.org, for a full archive of our podcast as well as many other audio offerings. 300 million children face mortality each year due to malaria, a highly preventable disease that had wreaked enormous devastation in Africa because the most effective agent against the spread of malaria, the pesticide DDT, had been banned due to environmental concerns. After 30 years of opposition, the World Health Organization has reversed its policies and is now pushing for indoor spraying of DDT to control malaria. Richard Tren, director of Africa Fighting Malaria and co-author of the Cato study, South Africa's War Against Malaria, Lessons for the Developing World, joins us over the phone to discuss this long-overdue policy reversal. What kind of toll in terms of economic effects and human lives has malaria taken in Africa? Well, malaria causes over a million deaths every year in Africa. Those are mostly young children and pregnant women. And there are over half a billion cases of malaria every year. So although the death rate is quite low, the human toll is enormous. You know, people, even if you're an adult, you're sick for, for up to two weeks and often unable to work. And it's those productivity costs that are enormous as well. The WHO estimates that every year malaria costs Africa over $12 billion. But not just in terms of lost productivity, but also in terms of reduced investment. Investors are often skittish about putting their money in places where a disease like malaria could slow down their workforce, cost them in productivity, but also in actual money in dealing with the problem, trying to control it and treat patients. So it's an enormous human and economic cost. And how effective has been the use of DDT in fighting malaria? DDT is probably the most effective public health insecticide that we have. Wherever DDT has been used in malaria control, malaria cases and deaths have plummeted. DDT was first used during the Second World War. It eradicated malaria from Europe, the US, and there were precipitous declines in malaria in Southeast Asia, in Latin America, and in Africa, wherever it's been used. South Africa experimented with other methods to fight malaria after it stopped using DDT in 1996. How effective were those? Uh, South Africa removed DDT from its malaria control program and replaced it with another class of insecticides called synthetic pyrethroids. Now, this is using the same method of control. It's called indoor residual spraying, which means spraying tiny amounts of insecticides inside houses. And they moved away from DDT for a number of reasons. Some of it was due to environmental concern. Some of it was because the World Health Organization had been trying to get countries to reduce its reliance on insecticides and on DDT. The problem in replacing DDT was that the Anopheles mosquitoes that were transmitting malaria became very quickly resistant to the synthetic pyrethroids. Those alternative insecticides are used widely in agriculture, which meant that mosquitoes were coming across them in sublethal doses and developing resistance. And what resulted was a massive, probably the worst epidemic of malaria in South Africa's history. Isn't it plausible that mosquitoes will develop a resistance to DDT, as happened previously with other insecticides, such as synthetic pyrethroids? Well, there have been cases of toxic resistance to DDT, and that is plausible. But there are two points to make here. First, DDT has been banned in all countries for use in agriculture, which means that public health officials have a very tight control over it and ensure that wherever it's used, it's sprayed in quantities that will 
kill mosquitoes so that resistance is less likely to occur. If you have strong control, you can control for resistance. But the second and perhaps more important point is that the action of DDT, the primary action, is actually not as a toxic insecticide, but as a repellent. The way DDT works is that it stops mosquitoes from even entering houses. And even where resistance has been found to DDT, such as in India, studies have shown that where DDT is used, it's still highly effective at malaria control. The way it works is basically to create a chemical screen between man and mosquito so that once you're inside a house that's spread, you're not even getting mosquitoes entering the houses. The environmental damage from DDT use is well documented. Are there no safer alternatives to fighting malaria? Well, I mean, I, I would take issue with that for a bit. Um, the environmental damage caused by DDT has been greatly exaggerated. And since the publishing of Silent Spring in 1962, we know that DDT was accused of causing all sorts of environmental harm, when in fact there were an enormous number of other changes that were going on. There's increased lead in the environment, there's all sorts of other pollutants, there was changes in land use, and all of those contributed to environmental damage, but DDT was blamed. So that's the first point. But the second point is to remember that when people discuss the environmental damage from DDT, they're really talking about its use in agriculture, where you had aerial spraying of vast amounts of DDT all over the environmental level fields and it contaminated wetlands and rivers. When it's used in public health, the spraymen have these tanks which they wear on their backs and they spray tiny amounts of insecticide inside houses. So the environmental damage is minute or non-existent. And there are alternative insecticides, and most malaria control programs use those alternative insecticides because alternating insecticides, either over time or geographically within a particular time period, means that it's less likely to develop resistance, which, as I've just explained, is not a huge issue for DDT, but is a problem for other insecticides. So we want to be using as many different insecticides as possible, but the environmental harm is really not an issue when it comes to public health use of insecticides. If the costs of malaria have been that high and DDT could have prevented such devastation, why did the World Health Organization wait so long to reverse its 30-year policy? Well, there were a number of influences and problems in malaria control and a lot of political influences. Perhaps one of the most persistent came not from public health advocates, but from the contractors involved in doing malaria control. So the big donors would get what are called here beltway bandits to go out and conduct malaria control. And those people tended in the past to really only want to promote insecticide-treated nets because that meant that they could buy nets and sell them on the market and retain control of the funds for malaria control. If you wanted to do something like indoor residual spraying and use insecticides, you'd have to give up control of your funds to a national malaria control program and to those spraymen. So there have been a lot of influences. There's been environmental influence against it. It took quite a long time for the WHO to come around. In fact, they have for years said that DDT is useful and is important to malaria control and is one of the insecticides that they promote. It's only recently that they've really put their weight behind it. And some of the support that they've had for this has come from the U.S. Senate and from several senators like Tom Coburn from Oklahoma and Sam Brownback from Kansas, who were outraged at the way in which these contractors, what now calling the aid industrial complex, was influencing malaria control to their own ends. And they demanded not only better performance, but more transparency in the way in which malaria funds are spent. And all of those sort of came together, along with a new, very sensible head of malaria control, Dr. Ratakochi, to change it. So there's been a lot of influences and a lot of changes over a long period of time. And that all seems to have come together in the last few weeks. 
This has been Cato Daily Podcast. Thank you for listening.